What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 87. You're feeling a lot better today. Yeah, much better, much better. So last night, if you guys are Apple Podcast subscribers, you might have gotten a bunch of notifications. That was because we switched our feed over, and Apple caused some sort of duplication. But the good news is, is that we're no longer beholden to the big tech overlords. We now host our podcast exclusively in-house here at Town Hall, so now we can do whatever we want. Yeah, we don't have to bend over anymore. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> And we also have some good news is that we are in the works, and it's long term. It's going to be probably to- more towards the fall after the summer, towards some form of uncensored exclusive podcast. Yeah, you get to hear all of Micah's be, dirty jokes. <laughs> all of Michael's, it'd be more of a subscriber uh, type. Yeah, so good. stay tuned. But today is the 75th anniversary of D-Day, yes. June 6, 1944. And President Trump was in Normandy today and gave... A tremendous speech this morning honoring the thousands of American lives that were lost in the fight against Nazism. Which, side note, it's hilarious that Merkel's got to sit there know, really. know, through yeah. all this. Yeah. 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 But, uh, <laughs> but we have some good clips from the speech, so uh, roll clip number one. We are gathered here on Freedom's Altar, on these shores, on these bluffs, on this day 75 years ago. 10,000 men shed their blood and thousands sacrificed their lives for their brothers, for their countries, and for the survival of liberty. For the survival of liberty. That's Mm -hmm. key. Yeah. You know, not many people talk about that. It was literally saving Europe. You know, we we saved not once, but twice. And (laughs) two-time World War champion. We are. Yes, we are. But... You know, lost in all of this is... Merkel's apology for trying to destroy liberty? (laughs) Well, (laughs) still waiting on that, you know. But, I mean, you had these young kids... Yeah. ...on these landing crafts Mm -hmm. that are about to be dropped onto the beach, going almost assuredly to their deaths. Especially the first wave. Yeah. I mean, the machine gun fire from those nests... Oh, just... It ripped through people. You know, as as, as soon as the ramp dropped... Yeah. Done. Yeah. And... There was an interesting story last night on Fox, and I forget the guy's name. I think it was Higgins. Mm-hmm. It was a Louisiana boat manufacturer that made those special landing crafts that basically won the war for us. Yeah. You know, it lost in all this is the average everyday citizen that not necessarily went over and fought, yeah. but supported the war effort and came together as one country yep. to defeat these Nazis. Yeah. And President Trump talks a little bit about those brave souls. Roll clip two. They were young men with their entire lives before them. They were husbands who said goodbye to their young brides and took their duty as their fate. They were fathers who would never meet their infant sons and daughters because they had a job to do. And with God as their witness, they were going to get it done. They came wave after wave, without question, without hesitation, and without complaint. Without complaint. Yes. That's a that's a rarity nowadays. Yeah. You know, where these guys were dropping out of airplanes, landing on the beaches, younger than us. Yo, a lot younger. And didn't complain. And nowadays we sit over here and we complain about the stupidest bullshit. You know, you have people complaining yeah. about... 
YouTube videos. Yeah. So that just puts it really in perspective. You know, that that was the greatest generation, and it's a shame that, you know, there's not so many of them left we've nowadays. Got, yeah, we've gotten soft. Very soft. Soft. Very soft. And you remember when Chris Cuomo compared social justice warriors to the D-Day landers? Yeah. Stop. Disgusting. Just stop. Yeah. But yeah, take some time today to honor those great people, mm-hmm. those great soldiers and great Americans who went to fight for our country. Yep. It was uh, a generation that we'll never get close to again, and it's a shame that we've kind of lost our way. But So yesterday, new numbers came out from the border. Ho! Shocker. Ho! Much higher than before. 30% increase yep. over the already historic high numbers. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 140-something thousand that were apprehended. Yeah. yeah. Just apprehended. Apprehended, That's exactly. not counting the people who get through and don't get caught. Exactly. Although, a lot of them are wanting to get caught now because they bull claim asylum. You know, yeah. That's, well, that's, well that, I mean, that's the big elephant in the room is, I mean, mm-hmm. is the asylum. We need to change that law, but we're not going to with House Democrats. And you have even show. Obama officials now coming out and saying, you know, this is a problem. Yeah. And the reason they're saying that is because they know that if they let this continue into the 2020 cycle... We're going to win. Yes. We're going to win. Immigration is a winning issue for Republicans. Trump won because of immigration. Exactly. So, you know, they they realize they're kind of sounding the alarm now as well. But what happened to... Kevin McAdlinine... I can't pronounce his last name. What Uh, The the DHS secretary. Oh, yeah. Admitted that they're running out of money. Oh, it's a total disaster. To deal with this. No money. Yeah. They got no room to store these illegals. Yeah. I believe Border Patrol had to reappropriate about 40, 40 to 45 million just to uh, to, to handle the health care yes. of the and detention centers. pulling agents off law enforcement to change diapers yeah. on these illegal babies. It's not, not good. And, but all they got to do yeah. is put more funding, change the asylum laws, yeah. and it'll be much yeah. better situation. I don't think that they should do a deal without some sort of more funding for a border wall. Yeah. But at this point, that's a good first step. Yeah. Now, you know? now, now this has to I mean, this is, this is in the immediate now we're, we're, we're in an urgency area. But and, what happened and to I the think, manufactured crisis? I remember. Oh no. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's not, it's, just it's Trump's not real. Emergency. Not real. It is real. And you know, I know there's a lot of talk on the Republican side about the over, over the tariffs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Mark Thiessen had a good point. He's like, you know, what? I'm, I'm against the tariffs. It's not the best way. But Congress has not given Trump the tools. There's no other way. At this There's no. Point. Yeah, this is the only tool left. So you know what? We have to just deal with it. And so, so yesterday they had the big meeting between Pence, Pompeo, and the Mexican counterparts yeah. on enforcement. Yeah. And what do you know? Yesterday, mm-hmm. the Mexican oh. police swoop Sorry. in and they capture and prevent the newest migrant caravan of over 1,200 people from advancing towards the border. Oh. They can do it. Yeah. They just haven't they wanted just to. Don't want to do and it. now nah. they have incentive to. So yeah. yeah, I'm not the biggest tariffs guy either. Yeah. But we have to do something. To, yeah, this is this is the only thing we have left. What's I mean, your suggestion? We in, sit in here the and immediate do nothing? term. And exactly. We can't do nothing. Yeah. So I mean, this is this is a basic function of nationhood, of statehood. You have to protect your borders. Well, not to mention you know? that, you know, I you mean, bring all just... these people in and eventually they end up getting legalized by yeah. Democrats. Oh no. How do you think they're gonna vote exactly. these millions of people? Yeah. Why do you think California us... has such a large congressional delegation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at how well, many illegals are coming there. up too. I know. The Supreme Court decision on the yeah. citizenship question, which is huge. Yeah. Huge for us. We we really need that to go our way yes. because I mean, that's gonna have such wide ranging effects oh, it's of be, it's gonna be fantastic. Congressional seats, electoral votes. The maps, it's just huge, yeah. huge. Yes. And then, you know, keeping it on the topic of illegal yeah, immigration yeah, yeah, yeah. here, we have down 
in Texas, a teacher named Georgia Clark. Hero innocent, of the week. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a hero. Yeah. This innocent old woman, you know, she posted on Twitter. She thought she was DMing President yeah, Trump, essentially, yeah, on Twitter. It's, it's, yeah. But it was a public tweet. <laughs> and she was yeah. essentially asking for President Trump's help in removing illegal immigrants from her school and her school district. Yeah. Because they're overwhelmed. Yeah. They don't have the resources for yeah. these kids. You know? Like, when did that become our responsibility? Yeah. As citizens, to, yeah. to educate illegal immigrants? Yeah. Come on. And she got fired because of it yesterday. So, yeah. The school district fired her. She tweeted that the school district was loaded with illegal immigrants from Mexico. <laughs> that her high school had been, quote, taken over by them. Yeah. And that drug dealers inside the school were not being punished. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. I mean, this underscores why Trump won in 2016 and mm -hmm. why he was catapulted to the top of the heap of the, of the primary mm -hmm. uh, uh, crowd. So, you know, he... The worst part of this... I mean, he promised to do something about the border. Well, the worst part of this is that their reasoning for firing her yeah. was because she used the term illegal. Oh, Because it's, okay. it's a... What is it? A prejudicial yeah. term? Yeah. Okay. That well, sounds familiar. How about this one? I was <laughs> She wanted this <laughs> taken out of her school. There you but go. But it's true, though. They're and coming... And bringing, I'm an immigrant. They're bringing diseases. <laughs> they're bringing diseases. Yeah. They don't have the health care for these kids. No. They don't, they don't have... What they need to handle this. Yeah. We just need to stop the and flow a lot of, them of illegals. Are and a lot of them are criminal aliens. Yes. I mean, sorry. Yes. I like, I, I mean. <laughs> sorry, America's full. Yes, we're, we're closed. Exactly, we're full. We're closed. Yeah. We have issues. Close the border. And if this, I think if this round isn't successful with tariffs and pushing Mexico to do more, which I think they are going to because they see there will be a significant economic impact if these tariffs do go into effect. Yeah. I mean, I think the next step is closing the border. Yeah. Which is not good for anyone. No, it's not. But we don't have the resources to process these people right. or hold them anymore. We have right. to. And also the uh, the stock market has leveled out and has remained strong. Yes, the first day when he talks about tariffs, it, it I mean, don't get me wrong, it tanks. But oh, yeah. the past two yeah. days, it's been, we've had like 200 plus days. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, not, it's not a economic albatross. No, it's that, because they're waiting to see what happens. If the tariffs go into effect on Monday, there will be a significant correction in the market. I could guarantee you that. And crude oil already has dropped 25%, dropping below, I think, $50 a barrel for the first time in a long time, mm -hmm. which, you know, great, and then, great for us because it's going to yeah. have a significant impact yeah. on gas prices. Yeah. But it also is a sign that economists think that if this does go into effect, it will have a significant effect on our economy. True. but I, Which I, is problematic. True, but I, I think it will level out. Yeah. As always. But I'm down for a I mean, everyone little... thought that Trump was going to be a disaster for the market. Well, Just yeah, saying. That's more macro, though. Yeah. But I think that... We need to have a little bit of intermediate, short-term pain Long -term to, game. to stop this. I agree. This has to stop. Yeah. Okay, so the story we were going to talk about yesterday before we had to cut the episode short. Yeah. One of the key witnesses <laughs> in the Mueller probe yeah. is apparently a kitty porn lover. Yeah. Likes and not kids. like Not like kitties, like mm. cats, like kids. Yeah, kids. Children. Pre He's a pedophile. People. Teens. Yeah. So, he was arrested for transporting visual depictions of minors engaged in sexually explicit conduct, which is a legal way of saying kid porn. Yep. And previously was in trouble for this in 1991. Yeah. And the bigger question here is apparently all of this was known and was shielded yeah. by Mueller. And there are multiple cases in the 80s, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. he was caught multiple times transporting child pornography. That's a really reliable source. Yeah, a exactly. pedophile. 
Yeah, so did he, did, did Mueller, uh, you know, that's what Sean Davis asked. Like, did he let this slide in, in, in his uh, witch hunt to get Trump? Mm-hmm. It looks like it. So, yeah, and speaking of prison, because, you know, that guy should definitely go to prison. Yeah. Pelosi last night in a high-level Democratic meeting apparently said that, I don't want to see Trump impeached. I want to see him in prison. For what? Yeah, I don't know. For what? You know, just, just because they don't like him. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, yeah. and by but by their standards of well, President Trump wasn't proven innocent or exonerated. Okay, well, President Obama wasn't exonerated on any of his scandals. Yeah, you have Fast and Furious, IRS targeting, Solyndra payoffs. You have all those things. So Take, taking if we're putting of, him in jail, uh, yeah, taking of gonna, AP re- uh, Porter records. Oh yeah, spying, yeah. spying. Not yeah. to mention Spygate. Yep, James Rosen. I so mean, come on. if we're going to send Trump to prison, we're going to put Obama in there with him too. <laughs> and that's that comes on the backs of celebrities saying they want Trump to be prison raped. Oh yeah, so, and tortured. Know. Yep, yep. So, it, but it it all comes back to this. They realize that Trump is still popular. He has higher numbers than Obama did at this point in his term. His reelection chances are looking up. Yeah. So e- economy to, is booming, and the powers of incumbency those still Green, results. Yeah. yeah, Al Green says if we don't impeach him, he's going to get reelected. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. So, and then you have, you know, Fat Jerry saying, <laughs> well, we should impeach. And then the next day he says, well, I don't know. Then the next day he says, well, maybe we should start an impeachment probe. And then the next day it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> so make up your mind. I think he might be dehydrated. Yeah. Either <laughs> or get off the pot. Yeah. He might be dehydrated. <laughs> he he's going to die. Yeah. Um, and get him a chocolate bar. You know, <laughs> enough talk. Either do it or don't. Yeah. I'm so sick of this. Yeah. It's going to continue. I know. But it raises my blood pressure. These people, they have to decide what they want to do. Either you're going to beat him electorally or you're going to try to remove a duly elected president for nothing. So, yeah, you know, be our guests, I guess, you know. And let me tell you something. You know, we all talk about Joe Biden and his ability to possibly uh, or the left is talking about his his supposed ability to peel off voters from the Trump coalition. Mm-hmm. If they go down this impeachment route, that whole outreach is dead. And then you have oh, definitely then you definitely. have Joe Biden, who has never been one for enthusiasm with Democratic voters. Well, yeah, and actually, we haven't like a talked in the wind. We haven't talked about the clown bus in a while, so I guess we could talk about a few of these yeah. Democrat candidates. So, Joe Biden yesterday apparently <laughs> flip flopped and came out in support of the Hyde Amendment, which prohibits federal funding from going to abortions. Mm. Predictably, <laughs> the progressive and socialist outrage over this was enormous. Yeah, and you have people saying, "Well, this is why I can't support Joe Biden." Yeah. So he he's dealing with that meltdown. He also plagiarized a bunch of yeah, which his is classic. climate plan. Basically and, he kowtowed to Ocasio Cortez and has a five yeah. trillion dollar climate change plan, which he plagiarized. And <laughs> lied about marching for civil rights. Oh, he lied about that. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Look that up. Oh. And it's interesting because apparently this was known during the Obama administration when he was America's first black president's vice president. But it was never brought up. I wonder why. Mm. Oh, shocker. Can't can't torpedo the anointed one's plans. Yep. So pretty classic there. (laughs) Joe Biden making himself, you know, look like he's this big unifier, non-racist. He's listen. Remember when he said you can't go to a 7-Eleven without a slight Indian accent? I know. Ridiculous. Oh, and and Obama is the first articulate, clean black man to Mm -hmm. run for president. And he still picked him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. And then, and I mean, I know he didn't run for president, but, you know, Harry Reid saying that Obama doesn't speak with a Negro dialect. 
Yeah. Like, if he said that today, oh, he would be yeah, tarred and feathered it. and have his head chopped off. I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. But he's a Democrat. Two separate rules. And what are some of these other candidates up to? Oh, Seth Moulton said that if America wasn't racist, yeah, no. Stacey Abrams would be governor of Georgia. That's ridiculous. I guess he must have missed when America elected a black president. Yeah. Um, or the fact that, you know, his, uh, you know, Boston... Uh, was such oh, a yeah. such a such yeah. such a bastion yeah. of tolerance. Oh, know? and then he w- said he was ashamed of what he did when he served in the U.S. military. Yeah, that was a good one. You had Eric Swalwell, who you know wants to nuke people who yeah. refuse to turn over their guns. And what's he been up to lately? Oh, he's polling at zero percent. Oh, yeah, not surprise. even breaking into the less than one percent. Even De Blasio yeah. broke into zero less percent, than one percent, like his brain activity. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and in three weeks, yeah. The first Democratic debate, Ugh. getting close. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Oh, man, that's going to be awesome. Is that, I heard that's going to be like a two-parter. It's going to have to be. Uh, I mean, look how many people they have running. Uh, uh, what else? Well, just increase the benchmark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lyra Wasa, Elizabeth oh. Warren. Yeah. She went on, uh, what was that, the radio show that she oh, went on? Oh, Breakfast, the yeah. Breakfast Club. Yep. And they asked her, uh, <laughs> so what was the deal with you saying that you were Native American? Yeah. She didn't have a good answer. And then no, at the end- terrible. At the end, they come out and say, so you were originally, you were the original Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. You know, she was a white woman pretending to yeah. be black. You're white and you pretend to be Native American. Kudos to Charlemagne the God for mm-hmm. for basically doing the media's job. For, oh, <laughs> yeah. should have been doing for the past seven years in pressing around this bullshit. bastard, like, <laughs> yeah. why would you put this down if it's not going to help you? Yeah. Yeah. They but, know. They know. Yeah. It's you just know. what I believe. That's basically yep. what Warren said. And then he pressed her on um, her past Republican mm-hmm. Party registration and she was just like, well, I just wasn't politically active at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, come on, lady. <laughs> Kamala Harris has been relatively quiet, laying below the yeah, well, radar. I think she's been going through campaign resets, which is not a good sign. But Yeah, but she's like polling in the top three or four. Yeah. Well, she's going to be up on there. Crazy Bernie, typically, you know, he's yeah. just going off the rails, doing whatever, bashing on Walmart and all that, you know. Oh, yeah. The he, company that yeah. has provided, what, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands yeah. of jobs in the yeah. country to a majority of low-income people. Yes. Yes. But no, you know, not enough for him. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, him being a millionaire. And yeah. All. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, Beto just released his uh, voting rights plan yesterday, which I heard oh, is, God. of course, you know, crazy leftist levels of. It's prob- as if he probably wants if, illegals to vote. Well, yeah, exactly. It's as, it's as if these people, you know, think that we haven't moved like past Reconstruction. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, geez, boot edge edge. Edge. They say edge, edge. The dark horse of this whole race? He's not a dark horse uh. anymore. His t- his time has run out. He peaked too early. He yeah, sh- if he I was peak- if he was if he was having that peak around the debate, I think he could have really capitalized on it. But yeah. I don't think that uh, I don't think that you're going to see anything much out of him. He's kind of fading away. But Biden significantly, yeah. you know, he got his announcement bump. Yeah. But he's backing back down Uh-oh. now. Lost seven points in the last CNN That's poll. A, dude, he's. At- Talk about peak. I think he's peak too. Yeah. So, so this is going to be great. This is going to be I fantastic. Can't I can't but. wait. Speaking of hypocritical Democrats, you know, yeah. Hillary Clinton. Of oh, course, you know, yes. she comes out and says, oh, the president's not above the law. Well, you were above the law for whatever, <laughs> 20 years. So yeah. I don't even want to hear it. Whitewater. Yeah. But, you know, they, they bring all these Democrats out to the Virgin Islands. Right. Mm. And to speak on climate change. And what does Hillary do? She takes a private jet. Private jet, huh? Which... 
probably produced more carbon in her one-way flight to the Virgin yeah. Islands than the average American does in a year. To her uh, super wealthy seminar on mm-hmm. climate change? Because mm-hmm. you know that uh, oh, I'm sure she <laughs> the was average Democrat paid. was going to I'm sure the Virgin she was Islands. being paid a bunch. Uh, yeah. So, she hasn't got you know, these free. people on climate change, if they really cared, okay, how about no air conditioning for you, no flying, no driving, turn off your electricity in your apartment. If yeah. you really cared about the environment, you would do all those things, but they don't. They don't. And they're the ones who have these huge, you know, 10 to 20,000 square foot mansions with electricity bills in a month that dwarf the average yeah. American's consumption yeah. in a year. So screw them. And I'm they, tired of and, that. And they want to jail people who don't believe in climate change. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, throw them in jail. Yeah, throw them in, in jail. Yeah. And so speaking of, you know, democratic apocalypses, we got YouTube. Yeah. You Adpocalypse. What's it called? Adpocalypse. Adpocalypse. Yeah, caused by Vox, you know, the typical oh, liberals. Oh, my God. Typical liberals. And so what had started as a campaign against Steven Crowder, who we love. Yes. Has now turned into... An assault on any sort of conservative on YouTube's platform. Yeah. There's hundreds to probably upwards of a thousand now users whose channels have been demonetized as a result of this. Yeah. And having, you know, it's not even hate content anymore. It's it's insulting speech. Insulting speech. Yes. It's insulting speech, yep. which is still covered under even hate speech is covered in the First Amendment. But I understand. Yeah, well, they're private company, yeah, but yeah, I understand. But the, it, it's now just insulting mm-hmm, speech. Mm-hmm. The bigger issue here, yeah, and it's not even really about Crowder anymore. The bigger yeah. issue is censorship by the liberals of conservatives using their positions in big tech companies to crush opposition. Yeah. And we've talked about this since the beginning of this podcast. Ad nauseum. We said nauseam. this is what's going to come. Yes. Once you're on that slippery slope, you are sliding. Yeah. You have Shopify removing people from their stores now. Yes. You have Google banning people and demonetizing content yeah. because you say something yeah. that's icky and they don't like it. Their new their new phrase yeah. now yeah. is derogatory content. Yeah, whatever that means. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's as Eric Erickson said, they will make you care, and they are the hordes of Mordor, mm-hmm. and literally they descended on you know they they descend on these people who they find evil. And they just mass flag them, and that's how they get mm-hmm. rid of them off their platform. It's terrible. And you have a case where the social justice warriors have conquered college campuses. They've conquered late night. They're just moving down the line yeah. here now. They're going for all of the content providers and the platforms. They're going to try to crush conservatives. And like we said, they want you dead. Yes. They don't <laughs> want conservatives here anymore. That's yeah. how this is. They want to so crush it's us. time to fight. Fight back. Fight with back. everything we got. Yes. And be nasty. We need to hate them more than they hate us. Yep. I think that is one thing that some people on the right just don't get right now. Yep. You need to inflict the level of pain upon them that they're trying to upon conservatives. And then maybe, maybe once they get a taste of their own medicine... They'll back off. They'll back off. But I highly doubt it. But I I mean, I I hope Crowder survives. I mean, I met Crowder a long time ago, and he's a good guy. Yeah, he's cool. Um, Okay, quick smorgasbord here before we wrap up the show. So... A lot of stories going around about this, you know, transgender track athlete who's a champion. And Oh, a man? A man won in a women's event? Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. this person was ranked 300th in the country in the men's bracket, but decides, you know what? There's an easier route. I'm just going to go ahead and become a woman, and instantly, I will be number one. <laughs> and so he... Ran in the women's race and won the, air quote, 
championship. Yeah. This is disgusting. And this is accepted. But, you know, it's no different than someone who is, mm, how do you put it, able-bodied, pretend to be crippled and competing in the mm-hmm. Paralympics mm-hmm. and winning. Well, you know, it's funny. The funny right? part about I mean, this is all this this stuff is pushed by the same people who claim to be feminists. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. But really, yeah. they're just working to oppress women here. Yeah. What's the point? Exactly. If you're going to allow men, that's the whole reason there's men's and there's women's sports, because it's known, it's just a fact that there's different levels of peak performance in sports between women and men. But remember, you know, the the ethos of feminist thought right now is that there's not, you know, biological differences, you know, there's not not much biological difference between men and women. Well, they refuse to acknowledge biology. They think that a man can pop out a baby. That's not how it works. No, no. Not how it works. It's weird. That's what it is. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, speaking of SJW, so, you know, it's Pride Month. All these companies are virtue signaling. Ooh, we love Pride. You know, I think we I've love been hit by like 19,000 rainbows right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. So someone Oops. in Boston clearly had enough of it and decided to <laughs> start a straight Pride movement, which is hilarious. And they applied to Boston for a permit for a straight Pride parade. <laughs> In which the straight pride flag would be flown over Boston City Hall. Of course, you know, the gays start freaking out. (laughs) And it reaches this fever pitch. But apparently Boston's like, well, there's not much we can do about this. We're going to back down because if we take this to court, we're probably going to lose. Yeah. Because straight people have to be treated the same way as gay people. Right? Again, this goes back to the overarching theme. They think special treatment is their equal treatment. But that's not the case. Not the case. It's not the case. So I just laugh that they're going to be forced to fly this flag over City Hall. That's some epic trolling right there. Oh, yeah. Epic trolling. Oh, yeah. A plus. Well, the funny part is all these companies doing this, you know, pride bull is, you know, (laughs) they don't even believe in half of it. And half of them do business with Muslim countries. I know. And what do they do to gays in Muslim countries? They throw them off rooftops. Exactly. So... Please, with your virtue signaling bullshit. And last year, this was a funny story. So, yes. you know, in D.C. Here, of the this, year. Yeah, this, this season in D.C. is known as tourist season, mm-hmm. where all the schools are making their, like, year-end trips here. There's tour buses everywhere. There's kids running around. It's frankly a disgrace. It's terrible. I hate it. There's so much traffic. Whatever. I can't wait to get past this. I, you know, I understand. Come to D.C., see the historic sites. But these kids don't even appreciate it. Storm. Storm Paglia these kids yeah these kids don't appreciate it oh, they, that's you true know? They don't. that's the thing uh, it's, it's, like when i came yeah. here for the first time i appreciated it but a lot of them they're on their cell phones just walking yeah. around they're just going along with the motions they think oh i get out of school it's great whatever but it's sad anyway so the principal of one of these schools decided to have a little extracurricular activity and decided to frequent one of the gentlemen's clubs yes here in dc The first rule of doing that, though, while you're on a school trip is to not make a scene. Oh, yeah. Abide by the rules Mm -hmm. and pay your bill. Yeah. Very simple. Police were called on this guy. His name is Michael Como. Como? I don't know. Mm. Whatever. And an intoxicated man refusing to pay his bill. So he got arrested. Mike. Mike, what are you thinking? And had to resign. Mike. What are you thinking? You you could totally get away with something like that if you just... Pay your bill and the freaking, don't act like a fool. The Catholic popes are having in the catacombs. Oh, my God. They, worse has been done. That definitely got cut. You got got to pay the bill. Exactly. Was he at Camelot? No, I, I looked for that. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, oh, I forget what the name of the place was. Well, we should probably do a little research about where he went. Maybe. 
We Maybe. should. A little triggered research. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're going to end it there. We're we'll, end it there. We, we'll end it there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought but we were going to say you. something crazy. I will say. <laughs> I will say oh, my God. And there it is. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks we a lot for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TriggerTHM. We appreciate all your reviews. It's tremendous to see so much love from the fans. Yes. I got a great message last night from JJ on Twitter. He says he loves the show. Thanks a lot for listening, JJ. Mm-hmm. Of course, check out our website, TriggerPodcast.com. We're going to have a lot of cool stuff coming for you over the next month or two. We're working on a lot of cool projects right yes. now. So stay tuned, and we'll see you on Tuesday for the next episode of Trigger. See you then.